by the way, are you taking notes? Is anybody taking notes today? Awesome. Thank you guys, Ash Molly and Richie. Can you guys make some noise for Richie Rich one time? It's my boy Richie. Rich and his wife Eunice, we love them so much. They are great people in the church. Um, they are a couple steps ahead of you, so if you need some wise advice, um, and uh, I, I mean anything, if you want like recipes, I'm pretty sure they got some recipes. Um, they're awesome people. They also serve at our points. He also, uh, him and his wife also, Rich and Eunice, serve at our Pointiana campus, so that's cool. Um, but before we get into anything, we're about to talk about relationships tonight. Um, anybody like talking about relationships? Yeah. All right, you can lower my mic a little bit because I have, uh, whatever, I have a big mouth. Um, you guys ready to take notes? I, I was thinking about this this night a few months ago because there's nothing that derails young people more. So I'm already preaching right now, by the way, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> All right, Holy Spirit, bless this moment. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All right, here we go. There's nothing more that I've seen take people out of their purpose than who they decide to love. Can I say that again for the people in the back? There's nothing I've seen derail young people in our seven years of new birth and my 12 years of youth ministry. There's nothing I've seen wipe people out more than who they decide to be with and love. Um, and, and, and on top of that, you know, a, a lot of us in here are single. We do recognize that. A lot of our married couples come Sundays. Some married couples come um, on these, these young adult nights. Um, but it's so weird to have a young adult ministry when you're a young adult church, right? And I think what we're doing, why we do surveys like that, is because we're trying to figure out um, what's our pace. Somebody say pace. Did you know that God has called you to run a race, and that race has a certain pace? Can I preach one time? I'm giving you Sunday sermons, so I'm sorry. But uh, when, when God gives you a pace, uh, it, it's to stay in that pace. But, but sometimes this, the pace speeds up. Sometimes the pace slows down. I think we have to realize as young adults that God has graced me for this pace. Can I say that again? God has graced me for this pace. So if you're a student in here, raise your hand. Okay. You're running at a pace that some people in this room aren't running at. You're running at a different pace. 1159. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. You're running on a pace right now. But watch this. God has graced you for that pace. In other words, God wants you to be a good student. I didn't expect any amends there. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, Lord? So in this season, wherever you're at, if you're single, if it's complicated, if you're dating, if you're engaged, if you're married, understand that whatever pace you're in, that God has graced you for that pace. Amen? And what, what I'd like tonight, I'd like to invite our panelists up. Um, the first couple I'm going to invite up here, uh, they are actually about to have a baby, and that's Beverly and Rad. Okay, well, can you make some noise one time for Radimus and Beverly? No, that's game night. That's this Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm a little early. Who's going to be here at game night on Wednesday? Hey, Amen. Just come for the vibes. All right. Do you guys have microphones? Do we have microphones for you guys? So you all share one? Welcome to marriage. Okay, so I'll invite our next panelist up, uh, near and dear to my heart, my brother-in-law, Angel Curbello, and my sister, Gabrielle Mejia. Can you make some noise for them one time? And my wife is taking care of my two beautiful nephews. 
Winnie and Cairo. <laughs> she, we got a single mom over there. Pray for her. Come on, make some noise for Angel and Gabs. All right. So um, please introduce yourselves. I'm, I'm going to dish it to you guys. We're going to have a bunch of fun tonight. By the way, um, I encourage every man and woman in here to connect with these people. Uh, when, when you're in the church, there's nothing more beautiful than like genuine, honest, fruitful relationships. Uh, how many guys feel like your whole experience in church changed when you got into a hope group? Raise your hand. Right? When it's like you attach yourself to some people, you walk alongside some people, you find your group, right? You find, you find your peeps. But then now is when the sharpening begins to happen, right? I would encourage men and women in here to get close to these people. These are really awesome people. Can you guys make some noise for these amazing people? Really awesome people. Genuine. They're going to love you. They're not going to judge you. They're going to hear you out. And I think they've got some wisdom. I know them personally. Um, the idea is, you know, no one here is over the age of 40, but I don't think that we can learn something. I think we can learn something tonight. Amen? Uh, from perspectives, uh, from stages in life, and lessons that we've learned. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think you guys chose a pretty good spouse to be with, Yeah, you know? Um, your spouse is saved. Come on, somebody. Your spouse believes in Jesus. How hard would it be to be married with someone who doesn't believe in Jesus? You may have parents that are like this, and you may see relationships like this, and it's okay. I believe God can still do a miracle. Amen, church? Come on. God can still do a miracle with a couple that's not equally yoked, but, but why not step into something with someone who has the same perspective as you? I'm talking too much. Introduce yourselves. We'll, we'll, we'll start with the people who sat down first and then, then after. Just, just talk about a little bit about who you guys are, what you guys do. What, what, what's, what's up? What do do? Like life. Like life. what's up? Like okay. what's your cup right now? Okay, so my name is Beverly. Um, we are expecting a baby. I'm 12 weeks pregnant. So I'm very excited. That's the new season that we're stepping into. We've been married for two years. And yeah, God blessed us with this new season. Yeah. Wow, what an intro. Um, uh, full name is Radimus. Everyone calls me Rad for short. Yeah, it just, yeah, it feels weird saying the full name. So I just tell everybody, just call me Rad. Simple. Um, yeah, this is my wife. We are expecting a child since she stole my line. Um, and uh, since she didn't say, but obviously you saw, she does worship as her serving ministry. And then I help with the production, stagehands, anything kind of behind the scenes as to what goes on. Uh, what do you work at? I work at... Did he say that? No, she didn't say it. I was about it, to say, so I'm a bad listener. Keep, no, no, you're good. Okay. I, well, she works from home, thank God. Just <laughs> keep her at the house. Okay, hold on. I... Okay, hold, no, because let me explain. Don't go too far from the house, <laughs> baby is, girl. It is, <laughs> okay, so I am... I'm turning 28 on Sunday. Hey! 28's the new 18. So I've been working in the, or yeah, I've been working in the medical field since I was, well, since I was 20. No, since I was 20. And I worked like in office, dealing with patients. So if you work in the medical field, I get it. Where you at? Medical people. I get Come it. Come on, somebody. Like, you guys are here. The, the Lord gives you another level of patience. Come on. And of wisdom. Somebody shout amen in this room. Come on yeah. now. But God knew, God knew 
that everything was in his timing. So I now work with Advent Health from home. Yeah. Let's go. That's what I meant to say, but thank God. She was praying for that, and God blessed her with being able to work. I prayed for a year, almost a year and a half. Oh. So God's timing is perfect. Hold on yeah. to that. Hold on to that. We prayed for this. Yeah. Um, we'll and talk about that in I a second. I work at um, a school, private school, CCCAP, um, Calvario City Christian Academy and Preschool. Yeah. That's the long version. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I work as a media teacher, um, and then as well, I help with their chapels. Dope. Awesome. Make so much for this amazing couple. <laughs> Baby on the way. All righty, up next. What's up? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabby. <laughs> I am 27 years old. Um, been married for this November. We make five years married. Ow! 12 years together. Um, yeah, what do I do? So I work here at New Birth as an office manager. I also help do finances and all that good stuff. Um, I have two amazing kids, two oh, boys. Yeah. One is one years old. His name is Wynn. The second is Cairo. He's only six months today. Today is six months. So two babies. We're going to take a little break. Um, Hello. But we're going to be back at it. Give us a year. Let's go. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, I think that's it. I think I answered it. Dope, dope, dope. Hi, everybody. I'm Angel. Um, woo woo! Like she mentioned, I have two kids, two beautiful kids. Um, what I do, I'm a financial advisor, so I work in stressful situations. Hey. Again, I have two kids, so it helps. You know, I'm I know how to kind of manage, whatever. There you go. Um, but we've been married for five years. It's been five great years, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah. Let's go. I, I, I got to say, from, from my time being married, I got, oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, not playing, no, but honestly, from my time being married, I have seen, like, when you go from being, like, dating, when you start getting engaged, we almost had Willie and Siomi up here tonight, but they got to be in the booth. Makes most for Willie and Siomi. They're engaged. <laughs> They are engaged to be married. He will take her hand soon. When you go from dating to engaged, I, I, I've seen it. You guys can probably talk about it too. Just the hand of God over Diana and I when we did things the right way. You know, because you, you, like you're friends with the world and, and, and some of you guys have friends like, wait, gay married young? You know what I mean? Like, you, you ever, I mean, some of y'all parents, I mean, my wife, like her, her mom would be like, why, you know, like, why you want to get married so young? You know, like, so it's not only family and, you know, friends, it's sometimes family. It's so many different voices. But once you do things the right way and you, you probably don't have everything figured out um, and you guys can talk about that, like getting married doesn't mean you figured it all out, you know. Um, for most of us, getting married is like a step of faith. You know what I mean? Like, we just added up some numbers, and we're just going to pray that, you know, God's hand is on this thing. But once, once you start in that journey, uh, and I don't want to, I want to talk about this because there's so much that needs to happen before you get engaged. But once you do, it's like God's hand is over you, the favor of God. I mean, for Dan and I, our story is insane, just how God's hand's been over us with, like, our living situation and, and how much we've been able to save in certain seasons. And, and, and we're looking at other couples that own properties and, and they're launching these companies. And we're, we're at a different stage right now, but we're, we're loving this stage. 
and, and we see God's hand on it. Isn't that what keeps it beautiful, right? Because God's hand's still on it. And just because God's doing something different than someone else, that doesn't rob my joy, right? That doesn't rob my peace. It's like, no, yeah, God could do it for me, but I'd rather more focus and, and look at the hand of God over Dinah and, and my life once I started doing things the right way. Can you, one of you guys jump into that? Just have you seen the favor? What does that look like for you, the favor, the goodness of God, um, his, his blessings over you guys, testimonies, uh, and that kind of stuff? Um, well, going back to what you were saying in the beginning of it, where it's that sense of like the dating to the engagement. Um, so some people might know, because I know that they've asked us how the story kind of goes. It's a very interesting story as is. So um, I've known Bev since I was 18. No, 17. So it's been 13 years that I've known Bev. Um, and we actually dated when I was 18 and she was 16. Yes, parents gave consent. No, I did not do this like messed up. I tried to, you know, I did it the right way. Um, but we lasted actually about a year and some months and we broke up. And you broke up. I remember and, that. Yeah, I was and, a part of that. Yeah. So we broke and up. And if you don't know this, they're great dancers. Yeah. So, so like now you like you're broken up, but you still love to dance with one another. Yeah, exactly. Because we were the only ones that like knew <laughs> our so moves crazy. and stuff. We call that body language. Yeah. So, so um, no, but we we you know our relationship ended and obviously we took different paths. Like we were figuring ourselves out, all these things, and the crazy part in that process, really, like you really do see God's hand through the process of it because throughout that whole time, like we never really. We ended our relationship, but we never ended our friendship. Mm. We were still able to communicate. Yes, there's a moment where it's awkward. Obviously, like, I went from, like, you know, holding this girl's hand to, like, I can't, you know, do, like, can't put my arm around her. Like, she's not Talk about specifically it. mine, you know. But to go through that, like, parents would still ask about her. Like, even people that I would visit from Puerto Rico, like, that met her yeah. throughout our beginning of the relationship, they'd be like, oh, like, how's Bev? And it would be so random because I'm like, I'm not with her. I haven't been with her in like four or five years. And you're yeah. still asking about this girl. And then vice versa. People would ask her about me. And um, and you guys are still cool the whole time. Yeah. We were just friends. How important is that? So, you know, we're, we're in church. That means Hello. that, you know, we broke up and it was awkward. We serve in ministry. Today. Come on. Can we give glory to Jesus? Because people break up and they're like, this is a sign to leave the church. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, no. this is so awkward to worship no, with my no, no. ex across if, the aisle. If, if anything, I'll tell you even better. The fact that once we did split, like, we actually went even farther wow. into ministry. Wow. Because we just said, hey, well, you know what? Like, this is maybe that season where yeah. I just need to grow. And there's a toxic child in all of us yeah. to end relationships crazy, yeah. wild, blocked, canceled. Yeah. But I really believe your dating life should be a bit more mature than that. Amen. I think ultimately we forget that our lives are a living testimony. Hello. So I, I don't want to mess up his testimony. Wow. So I wasn't with him and I didn't want anything to do with him. But who am I? But you protected him as a brother. Who am I to say and speak ill of wow. my brother in Christ? So. Is anybody taking notes right now? Which I mean like amen, but you know, I don't want to be no brother in Christ. Anyways. <laughs> so, well, hey. 
Hey, so y'all kept it, y'all kept a cordial. No, 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 yeah. So we, she's able to give you that respect. Yeah, and of, vice versa. I mean, anytime someone came to me and was like, hey, who would you recommend that's a girl in our church that, you know, this, that, and the third? I'm like, yeah. oh, Bev, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, yeah. put Bev on the on that moment. They're like, really, bro? Like, it's didn't crazy. she do you dirty? It's like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. She's still a woman. <laughs> oh, I clarification! Okay, Clarity. He says that because I broke it off. There we go. And then, you know, we had we had some moments that were toxic. Another thing is Hello. When we no Advice. when we No no no. No Advice. but I'll say it. Advice. She's about to drop a bomb right now. So I have to say it now. <laughs> I gotta say my testimony. Okay. Um, hey, drop this bomb and I'm gonna jump to the middle. No, yeah. Okay. Um can you let us see? I don't know. No, okay. I lost it. I you said when we were talking. Yeah. Okay. It'll come back. Well, uh, well, hold on to that. Gab Angel, the favor of God, the blessing of God, you, once you get obedient, we have 24 years of relationship right here, 24, 25, right? You guys ready to get a 13 and 12 all together? That's, that's a, you know, that's a long time a to get on here. Um, so you've seen the goodness of God, the favor of God, the blessing of God. Talk a little bit about it. How's that? I think to go back, uh, you mentioned kind of like going from dating to engaged. Um, before you date, I feel like a few things have to happen before you even step into that. Here we go. Take some uh, notes. Here we go. I got, I got a little lucky because I met my wife in church. Um, so I was still working on me. But what I would say is that um, you should focus a little bit on yourself more than kind of what you want your spouse to look like or be like or, you know, what, what that person should be, you know. Um, a lot of girls, they want a tall guy. They want a guy who does this. A lot of guys want a girl who does this, this, and that. Um, and I feel like if you focus on yourself first, then you can then kind of move into that dating stage. There you go. And allow it to be healthy. It's good. I'm not going to say that that's what I did, I think. <laughs> right. We were young. I met Gabby when I was 16. She was... Wow. No, I was 17. She was 15. Wow. Um, I remember that. But I learned along the way. Mm -hmm. And thank God I had a praying family. So it Come was, on, you know, um, we learned as we went. But I think, um, I think we grew and we're still working on ourselves. But just to kind of, um, I guess, skip a few steps. It's more healthy. Just work on yourself. Focus on you. You, you know, for, before you get to that stage. So. That's good. And just to chime in, yeah, I feel like we were so young. And I know this is an older crowd. But, like, I always tell him, my kids, I'm be like, hey, 18 and up. Because I feel like when you're so young, you kind of don't even know yourself. You don't know what you want. Um, you're kind of just like all these emotions and feelings and attraction. And thank God, you know, we, you know, stood the test of time. But realistically, that, that doesn't really happen. And so I feel like we grew together, thank God. It was really, really rocky. Um, a lot of, I don't know how many times you broke up. It was just, it was, <laughs> I can't count. Hey, you got to laugh at it now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's two baby boys back there. It ain't going exactly. nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So, but the I mean, journey. Because some people, yes. they broke up three times. They're like, oh, yeah, three yeah. times the charm. Never again. Yeah. And so, you know, we look back. We're like, what were we thinking? And, like, yeah. obviously, God had a bigger picture for us. Okay. But, um, yeah, I would just say, like he said, work on yourself. It's good. Um, and, yeah, God will always just, if you trust in God and you have faith, mm. You're good. Like, he's going to make a way. He's going to work it out. And just be obedient to his voice. When he's telling you to do something, do it. And when you do, his favor will be upon you. So good. Looking back at your life, 
Um, if you can talk to your single self, which uh, for you guys, it sounds like 17 years old and 16. Um, and then 15 and 16. But if you can go back or even to like your younger dating self, because you can you can date, you can get engaged. It's, once you get married, it's just like a different swag. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, it's just a whole nother swag. I can't explain it. It's just confessing your love in front of God and a priest and in front of people and like dedicating your life, sickness and health. There's a different type of swag. I, and when I say swag, I mean anointing. Somebody say anointing. Because, you know, again, back to this whole pace grace thing, uh, you know, build yourself now. But once you get in the, the pace of a wife, understand you'll be graced to be a wife. Amen. So I'm not a dad yet, but I know that when I step into that, there's going to be a grace over my life because I know I can't be, I'm, I'm, the, I'm already like the worst person ever, right? Come on, any sinners in the room today? Come on. All have fallen short of the glory of God. And everyone says, amen. I'm my worst enemy. We, we gas the devil up. I'm my worst enemy. We gas the devil up. The person that can ruin my marriage is not the enemy. It's me, right? On, on like a really fleshy day. Somebody say amen. So when I check myself and I, and I evaluate myself, when you look back on, on kind of like your steps and journeys to where you are today, what is some advice you'd tell your younger self? Speak to the you in the room tonight that is uh, single or they're, they're, they're scared because, um, I don't know, the, the, the dating scene today is insane, right? Like when I, when I macked to my wife, I slid in through Twitter. Who, who's even on Twitter anymore? You know what I mean? Facebook over here. Facebook over here. Wow. No, Facebook. Facebook? Okay. I actually, today, I sent, you know how, like, Facebook does the memories? Yeah. So I literally, like, texted her a memory that, like, she wrote, like, I heart you on my Facebook. Aww. And I'm like, who does that now? Like, no yeah. one even goes on Facebook. So I'm like, that's crazy. So if you could tell something to your younger self, a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of wisdom, just like yeah. where you at now. Because let's be honest, we haven't figured it. We're not experts at this whole family, like even being a husband, I know how much grace I need to operate in this pace. I need so much grace from God to operate in this space. So men of God in the room, um, be a man of God now so that when you are the leader of your home, you're not trying to lead yourself and the home, right? But like kind of, I love that self-awareness to say, I got things I need to work on. And, and I'm going to, so some, some advice to your younger self. Um, I definitely, I've always said, I say this actually to the students at, at the school when they at least feel comfortable to talk to me about certain topics. Um, I think the first thing I, I tell a lot of them is like actually do what the process of a relationship looks like. I think nowadays we're in a society, we're in a world where in my opinion, the word relationship or how you get to becoming into a relationship is very skewed. Because um, how many people can say, oh, we're just talking. And talking at this point is like you're three years into a relationship, supposedly. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're acting as that type of relationship yeah. when you just met this girl last week. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I tell a lot of the students, and, and it's something that I adopted even in the process then when, I, when, when we got back together. Um, is really, you know, 
using those words literal as they are. Like when you're getting to know someone, get to know them. Mm. Don't, I'm getting to know them. But like at the same time, I'm like, you know, in a corner in the movies making out with her or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything but talking. Like that's not getting, that's literally not getting to know someone. Like you're not, like I've seen so many kids come up to me and be like, yo, did you know that this girl likes, you know, like Teletubbies? And I'm like, did you just find out that and you've been with her for six months already? Like, like you should have asked her that even before in a relationship, yeah. you know? So I was like, get to know her. And then if you're talking, talk, mm. you know? And then when you're dating, yeah. actually take her on a date. That doesn't mean now that you take her on a date, yeah. it's a relationship. Yeah. Like, you, you exclusively date, meaning you take her out. Okay. Spent some time with her. Now there you get go. to know her on a more intimate level. He's putting like, somebody on game right now. Intimacy, intimacy is not physical. Intimacy Come on, is emotional. Yes. Intimacy is spiritual. You know. Yes. And, and once you start beginning to see all of those things, there you can really see what are the green flags, right. what are the red flags. That's right. What are the okay, like what can I work with? What yeah, can't yeah, I yeah, work yeah, yeah. with? And then as you're getting there, like for example, me, me and Bev, we dated for three months. And when I mean by we dated for three months, like, I didn't make a move on her. Like, it was, we would talk on the phone. We would cut it at about, like, 10 or 11. Like, we would stop talking. Because no healthy conversation is happening at 3 in the morning. Exactly. No, it's not. Like, and if you don't set boundaries. Exactly. So, okay. you know, we, we just chilled, like, the whole vibe. And That's then good. when I finally was able to, as me as a person, ask, like, hey, can you be my significant other? that's when you've, in my mind, you've earned the right now to be able to at least, like, hold their hand, to that's be good. able to be, you know, loving in, a, in, a, in another level because yeah. now at that moment in time, you've chosen to say, hey, now I want to do this thing called a relationship with yeah. you. It's not the other way around. Like, I feel like a lot of times couples tend to go reverse. Mm. They go like, hey, we're full-blown relationship, and then because of it ending, it's so rocky, now you're distant. Mm. I think, at least for me, and in, in our journey, I if my younger self was in the room, I would tell her to not allow people's opinions mm. and what people had to say, mm. you know, what people had to say to determine not only my value, mm. but who I entered into a dating, talking stage. I love that. Because in those middle years, we got back together 10 years after. Hello. So that's a long time, yeah. Um, in those middle years, there were quite a couple of instances where we would start talking and then, oh, like, really, Brad? <coughs> Haters. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is none of those people are in my life anymore. Well, co coincidence. Yeah. So don't allow people's opinions to deter you mm. or to, you know. Yeah move you around don't let their words dictate your life if they're not going to be no. with you for the long haul no um truly i would say truly and it sounds cliche because we talk about it all the time truly focus mm. on the lord mm. and just surrender your life to the lord the lord will guide your path and mm. he will guide your steps mm. one thing my love so that's yeah. you talking to your your younger self in the room just just trust in the lord don't let your friends opinions you know, just dictate who you're going to, like, I mean, your friends' opinions are important. You know what I mean? But, but like, God-given friends. There people, you go. People that there want the best for you. People you that go. will, you know, Yeah, like a hope group iron. leader. Like hope groups, You know yeah. what I mean? 
like people that have value. Anyways, I was also going to say, real fast, real fast. I'm going to say it fast. The other thing, because it's valid. Yeah. The other thing that I also would say to myself, and that I could be done with this, is that when, when you choose to commit to something, like mm. commit, mm. It's, a, it's a choice. This isn't like a feeling. It's good. Like when you commit, commit. And it's something that to me um, really grew me as a person because mm. that people do know me like, and a little bit of what she was saying earlier, like, yeah. there was times where Bev legit tells me, like, hey, move on. Like, wow. I don't want anything to do with you. Let go. And, and Find I, God. And I tried. Like, I tried to yeah. meet people. I would try to build relationships. And I would be with them for a while, like, just getting to know them. Like, wow. nothing really crazy like that. No. He's getting his brownie points right now. Keep going. But, but the crazy part about it is, and, and you can ask certain people that know me enough, they would ask me, like, hey, like, this person's a good catch. Like, why aren't you in a relationship? Mm. And I go, the reason why I can't be in a relationship with this person is because if Bev calls me tomorrow wow. and says, hey, do you want to work this out? Wow. I will instantly drop that person and go back. Wow. So it's like, why would I put myself in a predicament or mm. the other person if I'm not really fully committed? That's very bold. So... So that was just something that I say to my young self, like, hey, just like, if you're committed, stay committed. Like, stay don't, committed. don't, you know, tear off. I love that. Let's go. Gab, Angel, to your younger yes. self. I would tell my younger self that things get better. Mm. I think when we're young, we're so caught up in our situation, we can't really see, like, ahead. Yeah. So I would say it gets much better. And I would say to learn how to serve because Oof. marriage is all about serving. If you want... A happy marriage, you need to be willing to serve. You're just serving the crap out of each it, other. Yeah, that's it. That it's is. like get the remote, um, cook, clean. It's like what it's do you like, want? Yeah, it's like massage. Day, You're looking at each other like who's gonna yeah. who's gonna suffer right now? Yeah. So if you don't know how to serve, you're. Mm. It's not gonna be pleasant. Marriage is that's it is what it is. It's service. service. That's what. I know that's true. I would say uh, be present, mm. um, and I feel like that holds value back then to my younger self, and even more now. Mm. Um, so we, in a sense, we were forced to be present because we always had to have a chaperone. So whether it was John yeah. or Jonathan, somebody was always with us. But looking back, on good that. parents. Good, pa good parents, yes. Because if you can't set boundaries for yourself, a good parent will set boundaries for you. Right. So looking back, I'm thankful for that because it allowed us to you know, actually go to the movies and watch a movie or, yeah. you know, have conversations. Yeah. So I say that because now you're just pulled in so many different directions Yeah. from, you know, social media to, you know, whatever it is. So yeah. if you're dating somebody, be present. Yeah. Really learn about them. It's Talk so about deep. certain things. It's so deep. It's so deep. Like getting to know someone so deep. Marriage, so deep. Like, like it's so deep, you know, and it's, I keep saying deep. But it's it is, deep. It it's so yeah. deep. And like, you got to be willing, you know, like you said, like that commitment, you know, like it's very serious. It's very serious. And it's a lifetime. It's, I like saying, I'm, I got married for eternity. It's forever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really good. It's really good. Shout out to Kim, by the way. She was our chaperone. Hello. Awesome. Um, the first problem in the Bible was not that Adam and Eve sinned, is that they were separated from one another. Yeah. So I think in. If you're single, don't make a relationship this golden calf to where you worship it, and that's when you'll be vulnerable with somebody. And that's where you'll learn how to serve. Learn how to serve right now your best friend. 
Learn how to serve your, your hope group, your people around you. Serve them, honor them, lift them up, and, and figure out the voices in your life. We can all say, like, none of us can say we made it here. I, I had a big part of them getting together. None of us can say we made it here. I'm totally lying. Um, am I? You, you, you did do the question at the <laughs> elevator. I remember that. Oh, at the, the elevator. Retreat. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That was Sorry awkward afterwards at the moment. But, you know. Yeah. But when you think about your relationship, it's because of a tribe. We're all here because of a tribe. Yeah. Great parents. Great parents. Great conversations. Um, favorite blessing. Uh, having so many people around you that, that you can go to. You know? So I would tell all the single people. Find your tribe and stick. Don't be alone in this thing. Don't be alone in it. And, and you know, not everyone who gives you, not everyone who says that guy's a douchebag is a hater. He might actually be a douche. You know what I mean? Like, he's giving big douche vibes. You know what I mean? So can I even say that on the platform? Nobody told me. Um, but I say that I, I think it's so huge to get the right people around you. I, I think with anything in life, just getting the right people around you. Somebody asked a question. We threw a number up. And only the brave and the bold submitted questions. I have a few here. Um, and this could be whoever want to take it, and then we'll close out. You guys having a good night tonight? You guys enjoying this? Can you guys make some noise for them? Come on, this open up, being vulnerable. We're about to close up very soon. But whoever wants to answer this, do you think you need to be perfectly content in your singleness before God would bring someone in your life? Do you think before God brings someone in your life, you have to be perfectly content with being single? I'm not going to answer that question. You guys want to answer that. That's a great question. It is a good question. I think a lot of church questions are like, there's a lot of tension, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this, this may be one of those answers. It, could be, it can go a couple ways. Um, at least the way that I would handle that is um, I'm not a big fan of the word perfect mm. just because we're not perfect people. Um, but to tell you to strive to be as good as you can be, I wouldn't see why not. Um, but at the end of the day, you could be the greatest at being single, but marriage can kick you right in the butt. Like, That's it's good. not something that, like, this isn't, there's no, there's no, like, oh, like, you won the best singles badge. You are ready for marriage. You're rewarded you get, Denzel Washington yeah, Jr. Like, you get the marriage part, and then, like, because of how good you were single, it mm. doesn't equate yeah. being married. Because singleness is singleness and marriage is marriage. If they were both, like, together, then they'd be their own relationship. And that doesn't make sense. So, um, you know, like, yeah, did I strive to be as best as I could during my single time? Yeah. yeah I, did you find content, contentment I, I, like, single? I found contentment in the sense that I was just happy to spend time with myself. Like, I could yeah. go to the movies by myself. But, I could hang out by myself. But at any moment, if she called you, it was a wrap. Oh, yeah, no, game over. So it's that, so that, that T word, that tension. Yeah. yeah. Tension of she calls, it's hotline bling. But if, even, if she, even if she doesn't call, I'm fulfilled. Oh, I'm yeah. okay. I'm content. Yeah. I was, I was and, good. Yeah, that's good. Especially where I was at at the that's time. Yeah. It's just that, you know... With that, I'll just add into the whole, but when you're, and like I was saying, like when you're married, it's just a whole nother story. Like you begin to learn more about, it's no longer, because singleness is about you. Mm. 
But in that moment in time, it's no longer about you. It's about mm. someone else that you're doing life with. Yeah. So now it's like you take that breather of like, okay, like I took care of myself on this. Good. I took care of myself on it's that. Good. I was able to deal with this situation. Let's go. Now I got to work on making sure she's okay. That's dope. Making sure when she feels low, I got to lift her up. That's good. When she has a situation, I got to help with that situation. Like, trust me when I say I learned a lot of things in these two years to do at the house. Hello. Like, I was not a home person. Mm-hmm. And, like, she be coming home. I'm like, oh, the dishes are done. She's like, what? <laughs> I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and the other day, my girl came back from UCF. I got to toot my own horn. Yeah. She was at school. Toot it, bro. Yo, I, I swept, mop. Clean the kitchen, the stovetop. I mean, That's everything. What I'm talking about. Baby girl came home to a night. Oh, I burned some incense, so it smelled nice when she walked tell in. Tell me. Tell Fluffed the couch for no reason. Right? Crazy. Right. That Craziest part about Sit right it. right here. Sit right there. Craziest girl. part about it. Tell me not. Craziest part about it. Once you're done with all of that, though. Sweating. Even, even the fact of you thinking in your mind, like, she's going to enjoy that. Like, you still feel great of the fact that you did it for Isn't her. Isn't that the beauty of serving? Yeah. Like... People think it's so awesome to be served. You have no idea what I'm feeling by serving you tonight. You, like a worship team, like we love, oh my God, when they sing, they're just washing over me with the anointing. Do you know how awesome it is to be graced for this pace where the presence of God comes and it flows through you? Like you think the beauty is receiving, the beauty is in serving. And the same with generosity. You think the the, the blessed one is who receives. No, the blessed one is who gives. You know, and that's, that's beauty. Did you have to be perfectly content with singleness? I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. I Hello. Mean, hit it on the nail. Um, and to add to that, there's nothing sexier than seeing a man sweep and mop the floor. Hello. <laughs> there's nothing like. <laughs> there's just. A she glory. said the sex word. I there's was waiting. I was waiting for someone to say it. No, I'm it. telling you for real. Just for one real. person. Um, but I must say, just to like, uh, like give a twist to that, because um, you said be content with yourself, and I think. That's very key because no one wants to be, or no one is attracted to a bitter person. Mm. No one's attracted to someone who's always down and out and negative. And, mm. and so I think that to a certain degree, yeah, you need to be content with yourself yeah. and happy with yourself and who you are and yeah. grow to love yourself. Because we all know if you can't love yourself, I mean, no one can love yourself, you know? So I would say, yeah. You and have I think to, what comes out of that is just like, not only people serving in church, but like people just smiling more. Yeah, yeah. Like you know Be how pleasant. you know how anointing a smile, how anointed a smile is. Like good morning. Like it's just like, wow. That's there's anointing on you. you be know? pleasant and be consistent in that. It's good. I think like there's not. I love like when I see Bev, for example. I know I'm always gonna get a smile from Bev. So so, so I always. think it's the word. It's integrity. Yes. That Bev's yes. not smiling because she's at church, but that's just who she is. Yeah. And she is pleasant. It's not, she's not turning up the valve when she gets in the car, right? Like, all right, time to, you know, like, smile, you know? She's, like, practicing, like, ah, yeah, 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 you know? Like, here we go, let's put a show on. No, like, that's so cheesy. That's so, that's so whack. And being married, you see somebody inside out, spotlight. Just being that, being pleasant, carrying that contentment, carrying that, like, like yo, you could, I'm, you could tell me something crazy. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be together. I'm gonna keep it together. I think Angel's really, he, he, my man Angel. You could tell, dude. So, um, Russell just sent the nuke. He's like, all right, we're gonna figure out a way to work it out. We're gonna, we're all right. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, it's like, like he's so calm and like there's this. How many guys know that's a spiritual gift, right? Like to have and walk with such peace and contentment. 
you don't have to wait for a ring to carry that. And that is so attractive. There's nothing more sexy than a consistent person. That's so attractive. Like, it could be a rainy day. It could be a sunny day. You are going to be a pleasant person who loves the Lord. And, 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 yeah, you're waiting for some things, but your personality doesn't reflect that you're waiting. Isn't that so cool? Like, if you're single, you want to know what may be turning somebody off about you is it's so obvious you're in a waiting season. Right? I'm ready to get with somebody that's ready. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm trying to jump on the track with somebody that's got their engine on. You know what I mean? And I think that's really cool. I got one more question. You guys having a good night? You enjoying this? All right, four people. It's okay. I wanted to talk about this because, you know, don't ask the Apostle Paul what he thinks about dating. He says, if it was up to me, you guys will all be single and just focus on the Lord. And fo but, but the truth is, a lot of y'all are horny as heck. You know what I'm saying? So Paul says, hey, if you're horny, if you're young and you're horny, get married. He didn't say open up an OnlyFans. You know what I mean? He didn't say, you know, sell pictures of your feet on the Internet. That's not what Paul said. Because I, I want to, why do I bring that up? It's really funny. It's really funny. But that's how the world responds to being horny, right? The world responds with, let's just, let's go and, and let's live out all the sexual dreams and fantasies. When the Bible's very clear, yo, take that energy and put, you know, pray about it. Get the right group around you. Get the right, you know. But, yo, if you, if you struggle with, like, real bad urges, I mean, let's get you married. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's get it going. You know what I mean? Like. Because there's nothing, watch this, there's nothing I've seen people, there's nothing I've seen take people out more than sexual sin. Yeah. It's not something that, that I came up with. My leaders have told me that. John, there's nothing I've seen take people out more than sexual sin. Um, so, man, and then when you do get obedient and, and you pray about it, I think when you date to marry, some people may end the people they're dating with when they think about, wait, I have to marry this person one day? You know, so it's like not just dating for the sake of dating, but dating to marry. Um, that's, all, that's all good. I got one last question, and we're going to hang it up tonight. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, that's a good question. All right. Someone sent this in. How, how would you know... If you should keep on pursuing someone, how will you know if you should keep on pursuing someone or just give up and move on? How do you know? Okay, um, I can answer this, but I want one of y'all to answer this. How do you know when to, if you should give up, like it, it or move on? Like, how, how do you? Okay. Um, do you guys get the question? I feel I, like I'm butchering I, it. <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is, how, like, do you move on or do you stay in the relationship? How do you know if you should keep pursuing someone or just give up and move on? Okay. So I'm telling you this as you're, like, a big sister. What I would tell, you know, my sister or the twins. This is what I'm telling you as my big sister. <laughs> um, when you focus on the Lord... Hello. Again, sounds cliche because we're in church and we hear it all the time. But when you truly focus on the Lord, he aligns your steps. Make your path straight. As you're yep. walking in what the Lord has for you, that person's going to be next to you. Mm. If that person is straying you 
from the will of God, from that mm. path that God has placed in your life, mm. maybe it's not the wisest thing. Mm. I think if it's, if it's something that you, you're not sure of, you're not aware of, there are leaders, there are pastors, there are people that have been where you are and have that experience. Yeah. Sit down, have a conversation. There's nothing better than like, hey, like this is what's going on. I'm unsure of what to do. I don't know if I should let go. Like yeah. I love this person. Should I stay in this relationship? And maybe that older couple or that leader in your life can, they'll see things from the outside. Mm -hmm. So they're able to tell you like, hey, like I've noticed these last couple of months, you know, you haven't been as consistent. I've noticed that you haven't been as consistent in prayer or reading your word. You know, you're a little shifty here and there. Or they may say like, hey, this person really compliments you. They compliment you in ministry. Mm. They encourage you to seek the Lord. Um, that's just. Here's another sign to not pursue someone if they don't like you. Oh, yeah. I mean. I understand. I understand, like, making work, right? But sometimes it's just obvious. Like, if you're always working, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you want to go out? No. No, it's like, I don't think it. So there, there has to be a point where you say, you know what? I, I, and I think ladies, uh, I think girls got to be more clear, too, in the church. Ladies, don't hold back on these guys. I just don't know how to let them down. Let them down because you're wasting his time. <laughs> don't do the and, whole like I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm focusing on the Lord right now. No, say no. Look, this say is no. the moment Ija. Cuz you'll entertain it and no in between. You'll answers. just entertain it and it's just going to feed your ego. It's just going to feed your ego and feed your flesh. You got four dudes just waiting on that text, you know what I mean? It's like, "Nah, dude, this door is closed. This door is closed. Yeah. This door is closed. Be set free. Be set free, you know?" Don't say be straight up. I don't know. Like, we'll see. I used to say that to Rod all the time. Oh, we'll my God. We'll see. That's so toxic. That's so bad. Just close the yeah. door. Yeah, close the door because if it's going to open up, it's going to open up anyway. And you guys are you guys are testimony to that. Yeah. Like, you know? Those words. But that's what I was about to say. Like, hey, let your yeses be yes and your noes be noes. Hello. There's no we'll see. I don't know. Mm. Like, uh, maybe like those things are an in between. That doesn't mm. make any sense. It's like either you're in or Be you're direct. not. Like again, going that's back good. to commitment, and that's what I was just gonna say real fast with the with the statement. If you really want to know someone's really like there, like wants to be with you, trust me, they will make it known. Yeah. If they don't want to be with you, trust me, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. Like you'll, you'll know, know, and you try to be you'll like know. that person that's like. Ah, uh, but you know, like, You'll know. like, you know, they're just busy this week or they're just, no. Like, if you're trying yeah. to figure out things to justify. And don't the, be hard-headed for the sake the of romance. Like, yeah. like she's, she's done with you, like, bro. Like, perfect example, again, PTSD. Uh -oh. But Bev, Bev's favorite word was, we'll see. Like, on my phone, her, <laughs> we'll contact, her contact name was, we'll see we'll at see. one point. <laughs> because ah, I would be like, hey, I, like, we, we, we love Disney. Like, separately, now we could do it together. Yeah, hello. But I had a pass. She had a pass. I'm like, yo, let's go to Disney. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> like, oh, come with me. We'll see. And we'll see, though. You'll see, because I see. But this is the crazy part about it. There was so much we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh-oh. The, the moment that in Bev's mind and in Bev's heart, she said, no, I'm going to commit to him. Mm. Not, not all like, let's see how this goes, right? See the word again. Let's see. Yeah. We'll see. No. When she chose, like, hey. I'm actually going to make this work mm. light years ahead. Like, that, that relationship went zero to 60. There you go. 
in that whole process of getting to figure it out, it took almost months to get to that moment. That's you good. see what I'm saying? Like months to get into something where then in six months' time, we were already engaged once That's she good. committed. That's good. See what I'm saying? So just commitment is what's going to tell you, hey, should I stay or should I go? You get should like the I hotel stay or commercial. Should I yeah, go? Exactly. I wrote, or the a song, song from, I wrote a song called Stay or Go. Yeah. I'll probably release it soon. I do don't it. know. Music for my friends. Last question would be to Gabby and Angel. One thing, you know, being like your brother and all. Um, no, honestly, walking alongside you guys, I think you guys have this uh, amazing ability to kind of weather storms. And 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 you guys have you guys have history. You guys have a lot of years. Um, and I, I love bringing people up here with with amazing stories because. When you hear the story, you get to put yourself in it, right? And say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I need to work on. One thing when I'm around you guys, as I spend time with you, um, you both have friends and family that are doing great. You have uh, single friends that are doing awesome. You have married friends that are doing awesome. Um, but one thing I've seen you guys kind of manage is you guys are really good to not compare your pace and your grace with somebody else. Being married, there's nothing more um, demeaning to my marriage when I compare my marriage to somebody else. And I say, they went on a vacation. We haven't done that. They date on this day. You know, and, and we start comparing. We, we can think back to being dating and even comparing. Um, he, he got asked this way and we did it this way. I think singles are also doing that. Um, just comparison. Walking along you, alongside you guys, I think what you guys have even been able to help other people is kind of just love where God has you. Own it, um, embrace it, and, and not compare it. Because once you compare something, um, it's just, it, can, it can ruin the taste a little bit. But when you say, no, we're not you know, better or worse, we're just different. Um, I've seen that on you guys. And I think that you know, my prayer tonight... Um, was that some single people dating, whoever you are in here, that some people will be set free tonight. That's what I'm praying for. And hearing your story, someone who's been rejected 10 times, you know, like, he's going to say, you know, or, or, or hearing your story, like, man, there's been faithfulness, there's been God's goodness, and, and we've been walking in obedience. So this is setting some people free tonight. But I, I want to talk about comparison for a bit because I think that's what our generation struggles with frequently. Um, we've never seen everyone's accolades on our fingertips every day up until these last 20 years. Um, so we're dealing with another type of comparison people have never dealt with, that you have to see everyone's success in front of you. And if you feel like you have nothing to post, you feel like you're nothing. And if you feel like you don't have a trophy to put up, you feel like you're going nowhere. And if you feel like you don't have like a person to post, you feel like you're empty inside. H how is it you guys have been able to just stay in that beauty, that contentment, and say, you know what? I can celebrate what God's doing in life, but I'll never compare. I would say that I think um, I think there's such thing as a good comparison mm. when you're comparing to yourself. Tension. There I'm you go. always I, naturally. I would say I'm a competitive person. I played sports in high school. Yeah. And I've I don't know. I feel like I've learned to rather than compare myself to others or what others are doing. It's always like, you know, what I looked like yesterday compared to today. Mm. And if you could take that energy and put it in yourself, I think wow. you go a long way. Um, we've definitely done like a lot of, 
I guess planning and talking about what we want our future to look like, mm. not you know their future looks like this, and we wow. can, it's really like what do we want for us? Mm. Um, and I feel like that helps because you know if you're constantly talking about that, then you won't um, you know when the future comes and it throws you a curveball, you won't yeah. you know you won't be knocked down. Things happen. Like for example, maybe you know we plan to have kids three years after we got married. Maybe somebody has a kid right away and it was you know by accident. And rather than being like, happens. oh, man, that, that couple, you know, they were married three years. They waited 20 years. Yeah, rather than having those conversations, look, you're in the situation now, yeah. you know, just embrace it Love and know it. that growth will, will come from it. Because at the end of the day, it. my biggest thing is I want to be in a situation where I'm always enabling myself to grow and be better. That's good. Because if not, I'm just going to be the same person I was, you that's know. Good. And that's whack. You want to, yeah. you know, you want to you grow. That's right. Yes. I would also say something my mom told me was... Um, learn to always be uh, like, like embrace every season in your life, in your single stage, in your dating stage, in your engagement stage, like every stage that you're yeah. in, just really soak in it because it's only a season. It's only a time. And mm. when it's gone, it's gone. And mm. if you look back and you're like, man, I could have really enjoyed it, but I was so like, you know, just had these toxic thoughts of like just comparison and not being content. You miss out on so much goodness. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I always, you know, I've never dealt with that comparison, but I have friends around me who did struggle with that. And I would always say, man, if you don't learn to just be happy where you are, you're not going to see how God's hand is truly over you. Mm. We miss out That's on good. seeing his faithfulness when so we're good. so busy looking at what God's doing in other people's so lives. Good. But if you stop and you say, wow, I'm alive, I'm well, I'm healthy, I'm here, Come on. I'm going somewhere, you know, you get to embrace and really see, wow, God, you're, you've been faithful. You've been mm -hmm. so, so good. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's, we were talking about that this week, mm -hmm. that we just love every season we're in. We just yeah. learn to love it and, and celebrate people. I think that's a, another way to kill comparison when you just learn to celebrate. Um, that's good. And yeah, and just be genuine about it too. Not like, oh, you're going there, really? Wow. You know, like, but genuinely Must be, be nice. happy. Yeah, I'm so you, happy for when you. When you do that, God sees your heart and it's like, I'm going to bless my girl. Like, she's Good. waiting, but she's happy, and Come she's on. willing to give that to others. And we, that we're a testament to that, of yeah. just being genuine and seeing God's light shine That's all good. over it. We've seen God's hand in our finances, in our, our living situations. Since we've been obedient to the Lord in our relationships, chose well, wise counsel, prayer, right steps, we've seen the hand of God on our lives. And we all know we can equate, equate all of that glory, all of that goodness back to Jesus. And that's where God says, I want to talk to young adults in here and we're, and we're done. Do you want to see God take you far? How much glory are you willing to give to him? Because this is what Dee and I are kind of like walking into now. As we celebrate the crap of what God is doing in our lives right now, you know, when you celebrate the right way, the heavenly way, because we're not boasting. I think, I think a lot of young adults that are, that are in church don't know how to celebrate uh, because they think if I, if I just go celebrating all God's doing in my life, it can seem some type of way to someone who's not where I'm at. 
and I've, we've dealt with that. Where it's like we, we, got, we think we need to be kind of careful about how much we're celebrating just to not make you feel like, oh, dang. But when you do it the right way and you give God all of the glory, what happens is you say, okay, Rad's not there because of his talent or his gift or because of his awesome beard. Rad, Rad and Beverly are blessed because God is good. Angel and Gabby, they, they, they're doing well, but it's not because of Angel and Gabby. It's the hand of God over their life. So that's the type of couple I want to be. I want to model that, that as you get close to my life, you don't hear a lot of what I've done, but you hear a lot of what God's done. You don't hear a lot of where I'm going. You hear how, how far God's taken me. So even singles, man, celebrate your life. What is God? Do you know how attractive that is, that someone is aware of the goodness of God? Not that God's been good, because has God been good to anybody in this room today? Come on, you're breathing, you're healthy. Come on, make some noise. If you, God, there's grace on you. There's purpose on you. You just got the job. You're doing all right. You're hitting the gym. You eat, you're going you're gonna to lose the weight, all right? You're going to do it, all right? You're tightening up. You're in your prayer closet. You're in your hope group. Listen, love yourself. Love your season. Embrace it. Because that's so attractive. Okay, let's talk about sex. Now I'm playing. We're done. Um, <laughs> no, just sex is awesome. I mean, do we want to talk about it? Okay, favorite position. Let's go. Now I'm playing. That's the marriage conference, guys. We don't, we don't, want, to, we don't want to do anything in your imagination. Um, but I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. Uh, in all seriousness, in all seriousness. Wait, you guys know God invented sex, right? You guys know God invented sex, right? We get weed in church like, we're talking about the devil's work. This is not the devil's work. God invented this thing, all right? He wants you to have sex more than anyone. He invented it. He just wants you to do it in the right way of marriage. And, um, man, if you're not a virgin in here, just hold on to it. Just, just keep going. If you are a virgin, come on, somebody. Keep going. And don't let outside voices determine your personal life, Okay. Uh, can we all stand here today? Come on, one more time for the panelists. Can you make some noise for them? Come on, they came up here. They told their story.